this is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table. Hey, everybody, it's Dina Budano with another episode of Dreaming Big with Dina. And today, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for my guest. I met her just a little over five years ago, and I'm telling you, this dreamer (laughs) um, really changed my life. So I learned so much from her, and I gained so much value, and I'm so excited for you to just hear about who she is, what she does, and just um, be in this space of dreaming with us. So my guest, yay, Stephanie Hare, CEO of Perks and Canvas Events. <laughs> thank you, Dina. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to join you. And I think this is so cool that this is kind of commemorating our fifth year anniversary of I knowing know. one another. I didn't even really put it together until just kind of sitting here waiting, thinking, oh, yeah. It's June. We met in June five years ago. So cheers to that. I think we need a toast for that, even though everyone can't see us, but I'm drinking wine. What are you drinking, Stephanie? I'm having a cosmopolitan, very pink and pretty for summer. It is pink and pretty. And I'm having a refreshing uppercut uh, Savon Blanc. Mm. Kind of a hot day, so wanted to cool down, but... I met you because of wine. So how appropriate to be drinking wine while talking to you. And I met you also because of just your little trip up to Spokane. So I want to kind of step back a little bit in time. I want to know, and some of the things I know, but some of the things I may not know, so this is fun for me, but I want to know with your current business, and if you just want to let everyone know what what Quirks and Canvas is, just kind of give a little synopsis if people who are listening don't know. Um, can you just sure. share that with them? I sure can. So Quirks and Canvas Events is 11 years old, which is kind of astounding to me. Um, It was really born out of a friendship with um, the original other co-founder, Lisa Kreider, and she and I, we would get together for lunch and we would dream about starting our own business. So we would have these lunches about once every other month and we would come to the table with ideas. Mm -hmm. And she, yeah, she and I had actually we had actually worked together and um, it was for Special Olympics. She uh, was a fundraiser and I was doing uh, a lot of their events, um, planning all of the winter games in um, Eastern Washington, actually in Wenatchee. And we met and we um, became fast friends and we loved that work experience together. So many years later, we reconnect and and we had stayed in touch, but you know how it is with certain friendships, you pick up and you move on. And she had babies and I got married. And bottom line is we reconnected and said, that was such a great part of our lives. Let's do it again. And Corks and Canvas, 
really was was not a front runner. If you can believe this, we actually had about three other ideas that we were vetting at the time. And Lisa has been an entrepreneur all along. I've worked for corporate America. Then I worked for a lot of large nonprofits. So I hadn't really come from a place where I had started my own business, but I had been interested in doing that. So bottom line is we heard from a friend in Denver who said, have you ever heard about SIP and paint events? Mm. We had not. I said, if there's drinking involved, I think this could be a lot of fun. And she said, uh, it was a lot of fun. We did have a drink. We were given instruction and we created beautiful art. And she said, I think you should do this at your winery clients. So at the time I was promoting um, winery, the winery industry, primarily tourism to Eastern Washington, to the vineyard regions of the state. And it just seemed like a really good fit. So I think I kind of went off topic here. <laughs> you have to reel me back in. Oh, no, this is all great because this leads into just my, my two questions for you. So I love it. Keep going. So I think you said give people a quick synopsis of what Quirks and Canvas is. It's really a, it started off as a sip and paint company. It was the first one on the West Coast. The only place that it had been was um, Denver, Colorado. And then prior to that, which is its birthplace is near New Orleans in Louisiana. Two women had started the whole concept by having friends come into their studio. They would teach them to paint and they brought their own wine. And yeah. the idea was born from that and it made its way to Denver. And I flew into Denver with Lisa and away we went. We loved it. We had such a good time. We said, we can do this in Seattle. Uh, in Denver, they were in a studio. We decided not to do the studio route, but take it to the wineries. And it would be a way to fill the tasting rooms with new people, new customers, and primarily people who would have a wonderful experience that would connect them to the brand and help those wineries sell more wine. So that's really how it started out. Now it's um, grown and we've expanded and we were the first ones to add a plant component. We do sip and succulents. Those are fun. <laughs> we, do, we do wine and wreaths. We've done all sorts of really fun plant events and we're even expanding beyond that. Currently, we're doing virtual, and we're bringing on a whole series of um, art camps for kids all online. Oh, that's so sweet. That's news to me. I love that, though. That's Well, that's you're, yeah, you're hearing about it. Nobody's, we <laughs> haven't really announced it yet, but we saw a need. A lot of parents <laughs> working from home, and a lot of camps are canceled, and we thought we have the resources, we're already doing all the Zoom events, so let's put this to work and figure out a way to make it really fun and different. And we've got some real cool surprises coming down the pike with that. <gasps> Yay, I love it. See, I love, your, I love your mind, I love your brain, and just how you pivoted your business, because your business was really, uh, you know, in, in those locations that were shut down. So you, mm -hmm. it was really amazing and, and just um, phenomenal to see you guys just pivot and pick up those virtual events. And 
I think that's, you know, that's your, your mind, that marketing mind that you have. And, um, you know, just kind of going back to Quirks and Canvas, the, the start of it, I do love that, was that kind of more your idea then of bringing people to the venue, to the winery, so that they could experience a new place in their town, kind of, because before it was more bringing people to the studio, whereas you're completely mobile. That, that's correct, Dina, and nobody was doing that until we did it, and that whole idea was, you know, take people to a really cool place and get them out and have them try different venues, different restaurants. We expanded to restaurants, to breweries, to distilleries, and, you know, expose them to new new things. It, it was kind of a win-win for everybody. Um, and nobody was doing it that way. And in fact, I'll tell your uh, listeners a little secret about Paint Nights, now called Yay Makers. They actually called us up and very early on and said, we've been watching you. And it seems like this trend is moving quick across the country, but you're the only ones who don't do it in a studio. Could you tell us why? They had, um, you know, kind of picked our brain about why we thought it was so great to get people out into the restaurants and into the bars and into the wineries. And they liked it and ran with it. And of course, we all know that they ended up being a large international company. And they really paved the way for many other similar companies. But we were the first. And um, I think we, we changed up a lot. We changed up the art. We changed up the size of the canvases. We, we decided to do a little more complex work. We decided to make the canvas a little smaller so it could be a little more complex and not too overwhelming. So I think we were pioneers and it was really fun. It was a fun and fast time getting it all set up. Yeah, I bet, I bet being a part, cause I came in kind of mid, well, I came in five years ago, so you guys were already fully in and just operating at full capacity. So I, mm-hmm. I love being a part of it, and I, I miss it so much. Like, just me getting to toast with people and make them feel welcome and invited. Like, there's a part of my heart that's, there's a hole there that's missing with not being able to, to be in live events. So <laughs> it's it's been hard. I really miss it. You know, of course, I don't go to all of them at our peak. We do as many as 60 events a month, um, 40 that would be more public events and 20 or so a month that are private events. And, you know, obviously I couldn't go to them all, but I love going to the events. And I think for me, that's really the payoff now is to see people and hear their comments it's such a joyful, fun experience for people. You know, they walk in sometimes a little scared and nervous and it's our job to make them feel welcomed, as you said, and to have a really great time. Yeah, lots of fun. Our guests always leave just having such a blast. So I just kind of want to know too, um, how did you get started in the event planning industry? Was that something that you've always done? Um, yes, actually, 
it's something I've always done. It started probably in my college days. I was responsible for putting on certain events in college. When I graduated, I worked in the television and film industry and um, kind of moved into the marketing channel and immediately uh, became responsible for putting together a big international public television screening conference every year. So I kind of fell into event planning. It wasn't necessarily my first choice, but I love it and I had a knack for it and I just kept doing it. I mean, I did other things, but it was always part of a marketing role. And um, to this day, I still love events. You know, you're either an event planner <laughs> or you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's true that. So when you were first starting out, you said that, you know, a lot of your clients were um, winery clients. So is that really who kind of helped, helped you build that clientele for Corks and Canvas? Is that who you really just kind of focused on and started with? Well, one of the great things about partnering with wineries was that they have a database of customers and they're looking at ways to connect with those customers. And oftentimes they're planning quite a few events, which can be time consuming and hard on staff when staff is limited. Wineries run for the most part pretty mean and lean, uh, at least the average to smaller size ones do. And we thought, wow, this could be a great thing. We can promote it. And we always went in knowing that we would promote it on social media. Mm -hmm. um, and we started off actually filling a room in at Apex Winery in Woodenville. They were our first event venue and it was 50 people that showed up and those were just friends and family. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so we, you know, put the word out to our friends and family that we were starting this and it was such a novel thing back then. We had to really explain to people what it was, how fun it would be, and they started coming and pretty soon the word spread and social media, of course, Facebook at the time played a huge role. And Lisa and I would pump out emails to all our friends and family. Luckily, she, she and I both had big, you know, uh, lists. And that's really where the beginning was. Apex at the time was a winery that didn't even have a winery club but a lot of the other wineries did. So they were able to put the word out to their people. So to this day, we still jointly market, um, especially with wineries. Yeah, cool. What a great win-win and nice merriment for, for both. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. this is always something I like to kind of go into, but I just wanna, want you to walk us through that first event you know, how did it feel? Did you have a lot of fear? Did you have doubt? Was it just, you know, exciting? Like, were you thinking this could work or, oh my gosh, what did we get ourselves into? Well, first of all, we did it really fast. We thought that if we don't get a website up and running in a month and plan our first event in a month, then someone may beat us to the punch because we were starting to see people really talk about it, um, you know, online. Mm -hmm. And we thought we better hustle and get this thing going. And we did, we did it all. Like we researched 
the paint, the brushes, we got the aprons ordered and we were so busy. Every day I would cross off a long to-do list and I know Lisa would do the same. And at our first event, we were so excited. It was just so thrilling to see a room full of people and everybody had fun. You know, nobody walked away you know, without a smile. And you just knew that it was going to be successful based on that. Mm. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you're just going into, when, when's the anniversary? Is it September? So the anniversary is, yeah, September 23rd was our first event. Okay. So, yeah, it so was um, 2010. Okay. So you're going on 12 years? Yeah, we're 11 years, so we're going on our 12th year, yeah. So what is just your key motivation for continuing and doing it today? Because I'm sure that that's changed and ebbed over the years. Um, it has. I think, you know, one of the biggest changes, of course, was Lisa retiring. So my original business partner had said when her youngest um, son re uh, graduates from high school that she would retire. And I kind of didn't believe her. <laughs> I thought, how is this possible? But she was pretty serious and I gave it a lot of thought and I could have at that time, you know, we could have sold the business, but I just really felt like it wasn't done yet. I felt like we had more to offer and more to do, and I just wasn't ready to retire. So I brought on another dear friend, Janet LeDuc, and she's my current business partner. Janet, wonderful, very business-minded. So we're a good pair. I'm kind of the, we both come out of marketing. Let me state that first and foremost. She's got a brilliant marketing mind as well, but she's got the business background mm -hmm. that has really allowed us to focus on the, the dollars and cents and really evaluate the business in a way that I just hadn't done before. So we're at that point where we're looking at new product development, what next for the business and industry, where can we take it, where do we want to go? It's really, um, it's it's been a very good year for that kind of um, reflection. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And that kind of goes into, you know, just my next question about navigating, um, you know, our current situation where we're at, you know, this, we, we both are in, in Washington state. So at this time, you know, this is in June and they're, especially for you guys in Seattle, you're not even in a place where you're holding events yet. Um, so, you know, it's great that you're taking this time. So that was kind of my question. How are you navigating um, your business just during this, this COVID-19 season? <laughs> Well, I think um, like a lot of small businesses, at first we were feeling a little devastated, like, wow, how are we going to survive? I mean, events were absolutely the first thing that got shut down in our area, and um, we don't have the green light yet, but July, um, in certain areas, we will be hosting in-person events. We will be, of course, socially responsible and distancing. 
and um, at half capacity in those venues. So some wineries, wine bars, and restaurants are opening up. We are not just in Seattle. We're pretty much um, all over the Puget Sound region, which is Western Washington, as well as the Spokane area and uh, another, um, which is Eastern Washington, for those of you that aren't from here. There's a big gap in between, but um, we're behind Spokane. So we will be doing live in-person event in Spokane, and we hope to add a few more each month and just build those live events back up. But here's what's really interesting. We had been talking about doing online for quite a while. We just couldn't seem to get it off the ground, um, you know, kind of doing a lot of due diligence with how do we do it? Do we do it on um, YouTube? Do we do it on Vimeo? Do you know, how, how would we do it? How would we charge for it? I mean, you really have to, when you're developing a new product like that, it takes some time and you have to think about, you know, all of those aspects and how can we make money off of it? So we got pushed off the off the cliff, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably a really good thing for us because we were like, boom, let's be online, let's do it fast, you know, let's not overthink this. And we did, and the response was great. I mean, we've had people join our Zoom um, sip and paint events from Hawaii, from Alaska, from Alberta, Canada, from Vancouver, BC, British Columbia, and of course from Washington, Oregon, Idaho, and people are loving it. And I think there's a space for that even after we go back to in-person. Mm -hmm. um, people like that they don't have to go out and drive at night in some instances, and you know, you don't have to worry about the drinking and driving, and there's some real benefits. But at the same time, we're hearing from a lot of our customers, they can't wait to go back in person. They do miss that camaraderie. Yeah, I think both is good. You know, like mm -hmm. I enjoyed doing the online um, painting too. That was really fun to sit at my kitchen table and I made like an eggs Benedict and I had some champagne and I just, it was <laughs> relaxing. I was in my sweatpants. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was fun. So I think there is, you know, still, I'm glad to hear you guys are still going to keep that as an option because that's fun, a fun option. And plus, you know, some of, some of our family, sometimes they're like, I wish we could paint with you guys. And now I keep telling them, now you can, you can paint with us. So <laughs> that, that's probably one of the biggest benefits. And it's kind of interesting. It's taking a while for people to catch on with that. If you have family in California that you're dying to see and party with and have some fun times with, this is the perfect way to do it. And um, we just completed one of our other new um, events, which we just did our first virtual art of cheese. Ooh. So Dina knows that we've been hosting Art of Cheese events. Um, many of you are aware that cheese boards and charcuterie and cheese boards are a big deal these days. People love making them, taking them to parties. And, um, <laughs> and, and we did a great uh, a couple of events before the COVID hit. We were you know, doing them in person at wineries and a distillery. People loved it. They'd walk away with a beautiful cheese board. So it was a lot of fun, and we just did our first one. And I have to say, it was a roaring success. People really enjoyed it. 
So we'll be offering that. And we're looking at, like I said, the, the kid camp events and some other great ideas that are hatching down the road. And um, we're pretty excited about the virtual space. I think that's going to be a good direction for us. I love that. Yes, I love that. And I love um, just from doing that one class from you in October, all through the holidays, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to do a cheese board. I'm going to do make a nice, pretty cheese board. And it's so much fun. I love that. <laughs> It, it really is. And there is a bit of an art to it. You know, mine didn't used to look so good. Now I've upped my game for sure. Um, the other thing that's nice about the option for virtual is many corporations, we do a lot of private events and a lot of corporations are not going back to their offices, at least, you know, for a while now, we have Microsoft, Amazon, um, Google, Facebook, they're all looking at ways to connect their employees in a virtual setting that's really fun and interactive and and these events are you know are just that so that's opened up for us as well it's giving us an opportunity to do more um, virtual events with them as they decide when and if their people will return to their offices so that's so fun I didn't even you know, think about that, like how much, because I see Randy, you know, my husband, you know, Randy, but most people out there know Randy. Um, actually, we just did a podcast together and talked about you too. So it was fun. Um, you know, he's works for the city of Spokane Valley. So he has, he's been working from home, but he, I think they miss each other. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk that up to some of those, those coworkers out there. It's <laughs> It's a great way to connect and, you know, it, you can do it in a couple of different ways. It doesn't have to be just an evening, you know, sip and paint. We, we talk about doing it as a coffee break, you know, uh, mm -hmm. grab your coffee and a donut and paint with us. And we're doing some other fun stuff. We can always do the mimosa events anytime, you know. So there's all sorts of good things that I think have come out of this difficult trying time. And, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's all roses because we have reduced the overall number of events. We're down to probably half. And, you know, that's definitely had an impact on us. We don't have full-time employees in our business. We have 1099 contractors and for all of you out there listening that might be a contractor, at least in the state of Washington, it's been difficult for them to get any unemployment or, you know, um, any of the things that have been kind of uh, promised. It's been, it's been difficult. Our business luckily was able to get one of the SBA PPP loans. So that was good. We got on that right away. But, you know, it is a, it's a challenging time, and as fun it, as it has been to reinvent ourselves, you know, it isn't without its difficulties. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, just something I'm learning personally through the season is you got pain and joy, and you can hold them together at the same time. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard, it's difficult, but there are so many things that you know, bring, bring me joy that I want to focus on. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you're in that joy sector. <laughs> we are definitely in the joy sector. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the drivers behind my wanting to continue is because it's so fun. I love 
I love um, bringing art and fun and joy to people's lives. And I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, you changed my life, literally, you know, I didn't know I could paint. I didn't know I could do art. I always thought that I wasn't good at it. I didn't have a hobby, you know, I didn't have something that I did regularly. And we have groups of people, we call them our groupies, you know, and sometimes that means they've come to 20 of our live events at one location, they're there. We have a group that comes every single month to a Bellevue location. We have uh, one woman who's been to, I think she's on her eighth or ninth virtual event. Wow. She's been coming every single week, every single week. She gives herself that gift of mm -hmm. me time. And she said it has brought so much balance to her life because she's got kids, she works from home and she just shuts the door and you know puts a little sign out that says, artist at work, do not disturb. <laughs> Cute. I love it. That's it's so, so cute. great. <laughs> That's fun. Well, it's been so much fun talking with you, kind of re reliving the whole experience. But um, I do love just asking this one last question, and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be small. It's just whatever you think of is you know, what's next? What's your next dream big that you want to see happen? Well, so this would have been in the planning stages right now had we not had to pivot um, these last several months, but we're going to add a, eventually, when it's safe to do so again, a travel component to what we do. Oh. We love the idea of weekend getaways um, especially with a group of your girlfriends. Um, we love to bring people to the wineries in particularly in Eastern Washington where they grow the grapes. We love the idea of having instruction outside in a beautiful setting in a vineyard, followed by a winemaker dinner with beautiful local foods and a wonderful, and a wonderful place to stay. Little getaways like that are affordable and fun and just bring, I think, so much um, to the table without being overwhelming for a lot of people. You know, shorter stays, shorter travel, all of that will be, I think, very popular in the coming years. Okay, well, I have goosebumps all over me and I just already see myself participating. <laughs> so I love that answer so much. <laughs> Yes, I love how your mind works. <laughs> uh, well, that's what keeps you going, you know, coming up with the next best thing and putting it out there. But I have fun packaging it and researching it and creating it. That's my joy. Oh, I love it, Stephanie. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for just being my guest today. Thank you for being in my life. I've learned so much from you just you know, as a business owner myself, just watching you market yourself. I remember you taking me just um, to a couple local wineries here in Spokane and just how you talked to the, to the owners and just how you made that connection and just really cared about their business and who they were. 
that really made an impact on me still to this day. So I just thank you for that. I, I thank you that um, I'm in the Quirks and Canvas family as well, because that just brings me so much joy. And Randy, too. I mean, you changed, you brought that love for art back into his life. So we are forever, forever grateful for you. So thank you. Well, if you hadn't been such a good marketer and jumped at the chance when we said, hey, you seem like a friendly, outgoing person. Would you want to work some events? And I said, the only problem with us starting our events here in Spokane is we need an artist. Do you happen to know any? And you said, well, as a matter of fact, I do. My husband is an artist. And for all of you out there, never underestimate an opportunity like that to um, toot your own horn or promote someone because that really started the relationship um, with Dina and Randy and Corks and Canvas. And we are forever grateful for their enthusiasm about leading our events in Spokane. They both have done an amazing job. And Randy, uh, he's a much loved instructor and Dina is the hostess with the mostess. Yeah, I love that role. I was born for that role, I think. <laughs> well, thank you to everybody out there for listening to us. Make sure, you know, go and find Quirks and Canvas events on Facebook. You can like the page. I have a, if you're in local to um, Spokane, I have a Spokane group. We can add you to so you can get connected and get out there and paint and have fun and bring some joy to your life. So thanks again for being my guest and dream big, everyone. Bye. <laughs>